Hi there, I'm Carlos Mezenga from Luanda, Angola. You are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hi there, dear friends. I'm Mosaina for the English Sabbath School podcast, Lesson 9 for Sunday. I said Sunday, November 20th. Today's title, The Rich Man and Lazarus. Uh, forgive me if you can hear Dickens uh, barking. What the Dickens? <laughs> but Dickens is barking because he heard some noises outside our studio. But it's okay. He's just by the window there watching and waiting. <laughs> but that's fine. Nothing wrong happening here. But today's lesson. So don't even, you don't even need Leroy to wa wake you up today, right? Dickens is waking you up. Um, and the lesson this week is proposing the idea of commenting, discussing some Bible verses that are very controversial, that people in different Christian denominations um, use to interpret differently the state of the dead. And one of them that is very famous or infamous is a parable that Jesus himself taught the rich man and Lazarus. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for the many blessings you've given us for this beautiful Sunday. May we study your word and understand it, not to, uh, to have conflict with other people, but to help other people to understand uh, your message for us. May we be loving and patient when we discuss and uh, different opinions, different interpretations of the Bible. Teach us to love as Jesus loved. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Those of you who know me, my friends, you know that I avoid conf confrontation. I'm not a person that likes to argue ideas and things like that. I never made it to the debate team because uh, I, I don't like arguing. Okay, you believe that the earth is flat? Go for it. I'm not going to be trying to convince you that the earth is round. I'll show I can show you my evidence, but if you don't agree, come on, what can I do? Punch your head. So uh, we have to learn to tolerate different opinions. But here we are invited to do what, Fabio and Sandali? Very good. You are always sharp, even early in the morning. Oh, Fabio, you have changed. <laughs> but here we have Luke 16, 19 to 31. So let us do what? Open our Bibles. Open our Bibles to Luke 16, 19 through 20, uh, 31. Remember, this is a parable. Um, I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. The rich man and Lazarus. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, while Lazarus received bad things. But now he's comforted here, and you are in agony. And besides all this, 
Between us and you, a great chasm has been set in place, so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, Then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them, so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent, he said to him. If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Wow. Wow. So the question here is the following. Why is this story not a literal description of the afterlife? Did you notice the ways that Jesus narrated the story, saying that um, uh, the, the rich man could see Lazarus in heaven and uh, Father Abraham could see Lazarus in Hades, in hell, etc., etc.? So, is it a literal description of the afterlife or is it an allegory, an illustration? Let us see what the lesson says. Some scholars suggest that Luke 16 19 through 31, should be interpreted literally, that is, as describing the state of the dead. But this view would lead to several unbiblical conclusions and would contradict many of the passages that we have already looked at. Hmm. First, we would have to admit that heaven and hell are close enough to allow a conversation between the dwellers of both places. We also would have to suppose that in the afterlife, while the body lies in the grave, there remains a conscious form of the spiritual soul with eyes, a finger, a tongue, and which even feels thirst. If this passage were a description of the human state in death, then heaven would certainly not be a place of joy and happiness because the saved could closely follow the endless sufferings of their lost loved ones and even dialogue with them. How could a mother be happy in heaven while beholding the incessant agonies of her beloved child in hell? In such a context, it would be virtually impossible for God's promise of no more sorrow, crying, and pain to be fulfilled, as recorded in Revelation 21, verse 4. Just opening a parenthesis here, but in the case of Lazarus and the rich man in this story, um, I think that Lazarus would be there together with Father Abraham enjoying heaven and sticking his tongue to the rich man. Nah, you didn't help me when I was sick and miserable and homeless and a beggar. Now take it. <laughs> focus more, focus more. That's your opinion. Come on, focus. What do you think, my friends? How do you think Lazarus was behaving? <laughs> and and uh, how dare uh, the rich man say to Father Abraham, please ask that former beggar to come and uh, assist me. Be my servant here. <laughs> oh, the nerves, uh, the cheek some people have. Now, because of such incoherence, many modern biblical scholars regard the story of the rich man and Lazarus as a parable from which not every detail can be interpreted literally. George E. Ladd, though a non-Adventist, certainly sounds like one here when he says that this story was probably a parable which made use of current Jewish thinking and is not intended to teach anything about the state of dead. 
So Georgie Ladd uh, from the section Eschatology in the New Bible Dictionary, edited by J.D. Douglas, Grand Rapids, Michigan, 1962, page 388. So another uh, scholar says that it was probably, notice probably, a parable, because it's not made clear there. It's not, then Jesus told them a story. No, it appears, <laughs> the, this, this story appears there in the text. Now, the parable of the rich man and Lazarus presents a sharp contrast between a well-dressed rich man and a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores. Okay, the account teaches that the status and social recognition in the present are not the criteria for the future reward. Praise Jesus for that. And two, the eternal destiny of each person is decided in this life and cannot be reversed in the afterlife. So what are the key points that Jesus was trying to teach through this lesson? One, that uh, our status, our social standing, it doesn't mean anything in the afterlife. And what we do here will define, determine um, how we're going to be uh, that, uh, the, the future in uh, the future living that we're going to have in heaven. So, um, but why did Jesus tell this story like that? It's an interesting question. I don't know the answer, <laughs> but it's an interesting question to think, right? Uh, why did Jesus specifically teach this story that brings so much controversy about the state of the dead? First of all, I don't think that he was focusing on the state of the dead. He was focusing on the consequence of our choices and decisions in this life for eternity. But the lesson concludes with the following. Difficult lesson. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. Question. What message from Jesus' powerful words should we take for ourselves regarding the authority of the Bible and how we respond to it. Totally, because many times people th think, okay, if I saw a miracle, if Jesus appeared to me, then I would believe. No, you have the scriptures. If you don't believe based on the scriptures, not even if one, if Jesus appeared to you face to face, uh, would hold to, to your faith. So you have to really choose uh, who you're going to believe, who you're going to serve. Yes. Yes, well, difficult lesson. I'm not sure I totally get the main ideas of this parable. Shall we pray? Oh, Father, many times we don't understand <laughs> some parts of the scripture. Yes, but your spirit will guide us into your truth. Help us to learn, to grow. Show us, the in this parable, you show us the meaning that we decide our eternal destiny in this life. Give us wisdom to show mercy to the poor, to show love to those in need, and to grow in wisdom following you wherever we go. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Amen and amen. Well, my friends, today is Lesson 9 for Sunday, November 20th. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think about it. For more information, please contact us on Facebook and Instagram, Believes UNESP. Tell your friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you so much for listening, sharing, and praying with us and for us. Remember, He is alive.